Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Shamelessly Unapologetic with me, your host, Alana Pinsky. So for this week's episode, I wanted to talk about unapologetically living alone and why I completely recommend it and why you should do it if you're able to. So with that being said, this episode probably won't be that long, but I just wanted to talk about why living alone is probably one of the best things that you can do for yourself. So with that being said, let's go ahead and just talk about my choice for wanting to live alone and then also talking about my previous experiences with living with other people. Do not worry, I'm not going to get into every single story and get very explicit about it. I have decided to make this decision for my own benefit as it's something that I've never done before. And I feel like I've learned a little bit from living by myself and why I think it's very liberating and why I certainly recommend it. And it's funny because I'm a pretty extroverted person and you would think that someone who's pretty extroverted would have a hard time living by themselves. And it's actually not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Of course, it does help that I do live with a cat. So... I'm technically not alone as I have a small little animal that lives with me as a pet. But other than that, I can't speak English to my cat and have her speak it back to me. So I can't really like have an actual conversation with a cat. So I really am technically still alone and by myself in my studio apartment. I have never lived alone before. I've always had roommates. I think the only time where I ever lived alone when I was in college when I was an RA and I had a whole entire room to myself. And it wasn't so bad being able to have a room by myself. It sucked that I couldn't have a pet with me, of course. But I lived on a floor. I got to know my residents. And college was also just a different time because I was always seeing my friends I was always around people so I never felt lonely even though I would come home to an empty room by the end of the night and I never saw it as me living alone because I had a whole floor of people who I saw every single day so it never really felt isolating but then when I got to grad school I got my first apartment And I had a roommate who was one of my friends from high school, but he went to another high school. So we had met through our Jewish youth group, and that was a really great experience. And then I moved to San Francisco. I was living in an apartment in Daly City at first, which is a small suburb outside of SF. And I was living with two girls and their cats. And then I moved to another apartment. I was living in a two-bedroom. And then I lived with two guys who shared a room. And then I had my own room. And roommates came and went throughout that whole entire building. And then I was living in another apartment where I lived with three guys. And then I lived in another place um, with one guy, two girls. No, three girls, actually. And then I moved to my final apartment in San Francisco living with three other women and after you live with so many people all over the place in San Francisco I will say four roommates or no not four mates there was four people living in the house but three roommates it's a lot of people to live with 
And that's pretty common in San Francisco because it's very expensive to live there. So having a bunch of roommates pretty much makes it a lot cheaper to live there when you're splitting the cost of living within a very expensive building. It's a lot, especially if you have to share the bathroom with a bunch of people. It can it can be a fight to take a shower. I've had to do that before. That's never been fine. There have been a few times where I've got in my own bathroom and then there have been times where I've literally had to share a whole bathroom with the whole entire house and that's not always fun. So yeah, it's so San Francisco. You've been a lot. One, my one apartment that I lived in for two years, I had my own bathroom, which was really great because I could not imagine sharing my bathroom with the other roommates that I used to live with because a lot of them were very messy and dirty and then one of them was just a straight up asshole i've made a whole youtube video about that story and what a nightmare that person was but besides the point i knew that when i was going to be moving to portland i knew that i would have to find a roommate first thing when i was getting there because i originally thought that i was going to be moving to portland without a job and that i was going to be living off my unemployment benefits from california while i was looking for remote work and so I got a very good deal by finding a place in North Portland with one girl in a four bedroom house and the rooms weren't being used and it was the payment was done by room. It wasn't done throughout the whole building where everyone is responsible for the other rooms if they're not occupied. Everyone basically had their own lease, which was really nice. So that was something that I really liked and it was nice to have like this whole house um, shared with one other person and I still got my own bathroom which was really nice and I had a lot of privacy and I really got along with the girl that I lived with. She was completely delightful. I definitely do miss living with her and I'm sad that our landlord was selling the house which is one of the reasons as to why I moved out. So it was nice to save some money because my room was $900, which is so cheap. I I like didn't even know what to do when I found out that's how much money I was going to be paying in rent when I first moved to Portland because that's not something you can really find in San Francisco. So for me, that's why I ended up finding a roommate when I first was moving to Portland, just because I wanted to see what was out there in housing and I knew that I wanted to save some money. And then, of course, once I found a place and a week before I was getting ready to move to Portland, I got a job and I started my job two days after I got settled in. And yeah, that was very, very easy for me and it took a lot of stress off of me. So after my lease was going to be ending, I was, of course, annoyed that I had to move again, because if you don't know, my moving situation within 2020 was a mess. I moved around like four or five times. It was a lot. And I was basically moving every other three months and I just could not take it anymore. So I said, if I'm going to move, I'm no longer going to live with roommates. I'm actually in a position and I'm living in a city where I can afford to live on my own. I realized I didn't want to pay for a one bedroom because it still felt a little bit expensive. So I looked at studio apartments and there was this one building that I had been eyeballing for a while and I loved the whole vibe and the aesthetic of the apartment. And I knew that 
I wanted to live there. So I went to see the place and I signed a lease later that day. Got accept or I didn't sign a lease. I'm sorry. I submitted an application, got it approved a few hours later, and I only had to pay like a $99 deposit and then a $400 pet deposit, which was a little expensive, but definitely one of the cheapest deposits that I ever had to pay for for a building. So that was amazing. And plus I got like a COVID concession, so that reduced my rate down a lot. So I saved some money from that. And so, yeah, I signed a year lease and I didn't look back and I was very, very excited about it. I have just been so stressed out by everyone who decides to move because when somebody moves, it's always affected me. And then I've always had to like uproot my living situation, especially in San Francisco. And it was just absolutely stressful. When one person leaves, then you have to find somebody to replace that person. Then you may not be able to find somebody to replace that person. And then it affects the whole entire house where they can't afford the rent anymore. So it's really, really exhausting. So that was another reason as to why I decided, you know what, I'm going to bite it and see what happens by living on my own. And right now it's been great. I don't have the anxiety and wondering when somebody's going to be moving out and will it affect me and will I have to move out. So it's really nice to have control of my own place. I think that was one of the biggest things for me when I was going to be moving into my own place. I get to decorate the place how I want to decorate it. And of course, I'm still in the process of still trying to get my apartment set up. It's still not really looking like how I want it to look, but it is a really nice building and it's a really spacious studio. And I have an insane view. It's a really great view and I get a lot of good natural light. I have up-to-date appliances. I have air conditioning, which is something that I haven't had in San Francisco at all. And it's been really refreshing. The building is pet friendly, which was another stressful thing for me when I was looking for housing in San Francisco. So that was something that I didn't like have to worry about when I was trying to find housing in Portland. And so I was just really happy that I was able to do this and to finally able to afford living on my own for once since I never got to experience what that was like. I have been able to decorate the kitchen that I wanted to decorate it. There's never a mess in the kitchen. I think every time that I've lived with roommates, they always leave their dishes in the sink and they'll have it sitting there for days. I'm the kind of person who can't stand mess and I have to clean up my dishes and um, make sure that the sink is clean, the counter is clean, and that no pots and pans are being left out. I might leave like one pan out and I'll leave it on the stove because I wash it out and then I, I'm going to use it the next day because I use this pan like all the time for cooking, especially for my breakfast. So it never really gets put away. So that's the only one thing that stays out. But I keep it on the stove and it's not making a lot of clutter and mess. So it doesn't bother me too much, but that always bothered me when people just left stuff in the sink and it would make it harder to do dishes and to clean and I just, I couldn't take it. I couldn't stand mess. I'm a pretty clean person. I'm really not messy. I mean, sometimes I can be messy, but I'm really not a messy person as I can't stand mess and dirt. So that's really nice that I get to keep my kitchen clean. I get to decorate my bathroom. I don't have to share a bathroom with anybody else. It's all me and nothing but me. 
I can be as loud as I want, which is really nice. I can walk around my apartment naked if I want and have nobody say anything about it. It's really great. And plus, my building also comes with a lot of cool amenities with it. So that's always a plus compared to living in a house where I didn't have a free gym to use. I didn't have a pool to use. A lot of other cool things that comes with my apartment. So that's kind of why I decided to live on my own. And I know not everybody has the privilege to live by themselves. I know that rent for studios and one bedrooms, it's getting high, kind of no matter where you are. A lot of jobs do not pay very well, depending on where you are. I think I have kind of lucked out and was able to kind of whittle my way into the tech space where salaries are pretty high and to the fact where I'm able to work remotely and pretty much live in any state that I want to even though technically I'm still unemployed fingers crossed I get a job offer by the end of this week because your girl is over interviewing at this point but I will say that yeah I do feel very privileged I wasn't able to have this experience at all in San Francisco and it's really nice that I can do this here in Portland. There are so many people in Portland that are always complaining with how expensive it is to live in Portland. I'm like, "Mm, no, it's really not. But that's because I came from California where cost of living is just sky high. So I don't want to invalidate people's experiences, but I will say I disagree because to me expensive is something else like my studio apartment if this was in San Francisco it would probably be like three thousand dollars I kid you not so think of that because it really is that bad in San Francisco I'm, I'm really not exaggerating when I say that so I think some one of the biggest things that I've learned from living on my own and if you can afford it I really do recommend you give it a try Because as I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, it is probably one of the most liberating and best things you could probably do for your mental health. I think because you get that sense of control and you don't have anything distracting you and you get to have control and do things your way within your own space, it can give you a really good peace of mind. I think from living by myself so far I have been noticing that my anxiety has gone down a little bit which is really nice I mean I still suffer from anxiety and I do take medication for it but I have noticed that living alone has made me feel a little bit better even though I'm still dealing with other things mentally I I do feel like it's improved a lot I will say that is just something that I've noticed so far is that just my mental health has just overall improved. My quality of life has improved a lot since I moved into a studio apartment. So that's the first thing that I can tell people. I think the second thing that living alone has taught me is it's taught me how to be even more responsible than I was before. Because when you live alone, you're not splitting your bills with anybody. You are now in charge of paying for your bills in full, which I technically have always done if a bill was in my name. But of course, roommates would pay me back when the bill would come out and I was invoiced for it. But 
this time you're not splitting the bills with anyone so bills are going to be a little bit more expensive since you are responsible for them so there's more responsibilities there is no other responsibilities in terms of who cleans the kitchen this week who takes out the trash this week who runs the dishwasher it's always going to be you so you really have to learn how to take care of your own space and I was always good about running the dishwasher and taking out the trash and running the dishwasher and taking the trash out as needed but now it's always me and I can't rely on anybody else to do it if I don't feel like taking it out or running the dishwasher so yeah it teaches you how to become even more responsible and it's not to say that you're not responsible when you're living with roommates but I'm just saying like there's more responsibilities that are just put on you when you do um, live alone as in you can't rely on anyone else but yourself. Another thing I've learned from living alone is that you will come to realize who you are as a person. I think I've always told myself that I've always been an extrovert. And I, I still stand by that. But I've also realized that living alone allows me to recharge myself. And I can tell you that I do have a bit of an introvert side to me. As much as I love being around people, I do enjoy taking that break. And so when I come home to my apartment, I'm able to recharge and relax and to take time for myself. And that's a really nice thing to have is being able to come home and to escape from reality and not dealing with other people, even if you get along with the people that you live with. It's definitely refreshing to be able to like use your home space as a place to escape. And that's one of my favorite things about it. Another thing that I've learned from living alone is that I talk to myself a lot. And I will say, with the exception of podcasting and making YouTube videos, I, I find myself talking to myself a lot. And the reason that I'm doing that is because I think it definitely helps me practice my communication skills because sometimes I do stutter and stumble over my words and sometimes I kind of need to rehearse certain conversations depending on what I'm going to be talking about with some people or even for a podcast or a potential YouTube video. Sometimes I do like to talk amongst myself. So it allows me to kind of get an idea of what I want to say. And then I write those thoughts out. And that's really helpful. And nobody's going to be around to hear you through a closed door wondering like, is this bitch talking to herself or is she on the phone? I don't have to worry about stuff like that. So it's really refreshing to kind of live in like a judgment-free space. I would say those are the few things that I've learned from living alone. I definitely recommend doing it if you can. Again, I know not everyone has the privilege to afford a one bedroom or a studio apartment by themselves. But I definitely think that it is a really good time for growth. And it's just a really good time to just really discover who you are as a person. You may learn some things about yourself that you didn't know about. I've learned that I'm also a very, very clean person. I mean, I've always known that I'm a clean person. But if you look at my apartment, you really won't see that it's messy. It looks a little bit incomplete still, but it's not messy and dirty. 
as I've mentioned before, I feel like I have kind of become like my own role model and that I've been able to like face all these challenges head on because I think living alone does come with its challenges. As I mentioned, that you are going to be adultier as you ever were before. As I mentioned, you get those entire, you get more responsibilities and you have to really learn how to take care of yourself. And that's something that, I mean, I always knew how to do, but you really don't learn it until you're officially living on your own. It's really not as scary as it seems. I feel very safe living alone, and it's also really helpful to have a cat. I'm able to practice the best kind of self-care that I possibly can, especially because I definitely am still going through a lot of stuff. And that's nice. I'm glad that I'm able to like have a routine in my dailies. I'm able to have a daily routine and not have it get interrupted by roommates or any other factors that are going on in my life, which is really great. So with that being said, that's the episode that I wanted to share with you for this week. If you are living alone, feel free to email the podcast and share your experiences about if you've really enjoyed it. I'd love to hear it and anonymously share it if that's something you're okay with. So you can do that at shamelesslyunapologeticpodcast at gmail.com or you can follow the Instagram account shamelesslyunapologetic. And with that, I will see you next week with a brand new episode. Bye.